This is Tony. And I'm Rob. And this is Flicks Worth Watching. Where we watch flicks and let you know if they're worth watching. Thank you. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. Today, Rob watched his first horror film. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Because he won't watch horror movies. That's true. Uh, I've seen a few. I've seen a few. We watched Wendell and the Wild. Yeah, Rob picked the movie this week, uh, and he threw out two for suggestion, and then he said this one was stop motion, and I was like, well, let's watch that one, because I love stop motion. Okay. Love it. And immediately, I assumed it was directed by <laughs> the only guy who still does stop motion yeah. anymore, which is Henry Selick, who is the director of... Uh, that one movie. That one movie. It is the movie. What do you mean? What do you mean, the movie? It's like the, the cult classic Halloween movie. Oh, oh, is he Nightmare Before Christmas? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, everybody thinks it's Tim Burton directed it, and it's not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's Henry. Okay. Henry this movie has the same vibe. Yeah. Without so, the songs. Yeah, that was a miss. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but we'll get there. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, Henry Selleck directed it. He did, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, Coraline, mm-hmm. uh, James and Giant Peach. Uh, Jordan Peele, screenplay, wrote it, and then it was adapted by Henry. It was based on a book by Jordan Peele. Or... Clay McLeod Chaplin and Jordan Peele were the screenplay. Two scheming demon brothers, Wendell and Wild, enlist the aid of a 13-year-old cat, Elliot, to summon them to the land of the living. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So Cat is played by Lyric Ross. I recognized her from This Is Us. Okay. She plays um, a kid they try to adopt. I think his name is Michael in the show. Doesn't matter. She's in the show. Okay. Um, Keegan-Michael Keel. Keegan-Michael Key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keegan Michael Keel would be if they mashed together and became one 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 super comedian. One super comedian (laughs) plays Wendell. Jordan Peele plays Wild, the two demons. Angela Bassett plays Sister Uh (laughs) Helly, the Queen Queen Bassett. She's a cousin, by the way. What? She's one of my cousin, like a yeah, like a like a third cousin. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, we have like the Bassett family reunion. Okay. Yeah. Right on. She's been there before. Okay. Our boy, James Hong, plays Father Beats. James Hong! I mean, Father Father Beats, wow. Father Bests. Yes. <laughs> Sam Zayla plays Raul. Tamara Smart plays Shohan? No, Sho- Shobin. Show... Sal... What's, what's the girl's name? It's spelled so weird here, I forgot what her name is. Which girl? The blonde girl? Salbon, what's her name? What'd you write down? I just kept calling her Blondie. <laughs> you missed her fucking names, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Siobhan is what I have. Siobhan. Yeah. So they spell it S O S I O B H A N. Saban. Saban. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to be fucking that up. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So that's what I was over. AKA Blondie. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow's <laughs> Smart plays Soban. Uh, Seem Sahim. Wow. <sighs> Seema Verdi plays Sloane. And Ramona Young plays Sweetie. Ving Rames, We Have the Meats, plays Buffalo Belzer. Ving Rames is the We Have the Meats guy? Yeah. What? You couldn't hear that the whole time he was speaking in the movie? I had no idea he was the We Have the Meats guy. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm familiar with Ving Rames, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what else is here. We got Egal Nehor plays Manberg. Manberg. The, the janitor. Yes. Oh, no, we got here you go. Uh, David Harwood plays Lane Claxon, and Gabrielle Dennis plays Will McElliot. Gary Gatewood plays Delroy Elliott. The Elliots are Cat's parents. There we go. All right, so um, yeah, that's the cast of the movie. Okay. So today, Rob forgot the whiskey. No, that's not true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the whiskey. It's so okay. I forgive you. We're going to have a repeat today. Yeah. Kind of funny, though. I figured Rob was going to just bring out like Jack Daniels or something, right? Or just, you know, Gentleman's Jack again to get rid of the bottle because it was nasty. It's the gen- that's still on top of my fridge. Yeah. <laughs> it has not gone down at all I since just, that day we drank it. Dude. I figure you bring it out. I put all the trash on top of the fridge. So like yeah. that's up there. The the piggy bank. The piggy bank <laughs> is up there. Just normal Jack Daniels is yeah. up there. Yeah. <laughs> for the for the commuter community. For the community. <laughs> so yeah, I was expecting to get like some gentleman's jack and I come in and Rob's like it's like almost like a gun dr- gun deal. <laughs> He's got things laid out on the table. Well, okay, we've got some things here. Which one would you like here? He has yes. some Angels Envy out there, some Weller, some Rabbit Hole, and then he had uh barrel selective uh some Maker's Mark and I decided not to drink all of his Maker's Mark, which I Put a wit with, but you know it's a it's a barrel select. So between Weller and Angel's Envy, you landed on Weller. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Weller. Which is, I mean, again, these are like you know 
all good things. So yes. <laughs> like, it's not like it's a bad. <laughs> a bad you can't go wrong with any yeah. of those. Yeah. So we won't really go through a whole tasting of it, but pop that core. Oh, no, it's well. See, and that's that's the one thing with Weller, man. I don't like any whiskey that comes in a in a screw off. I yeah. just don't like it. It's funny that it does that. Glug, it's, like, glug, 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 glug. it's like how how much money are we saving doing the twist off cap? I hope you heard that pour in the audio. That was a big ass pour. Glug, 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 glug. <laughs> it's not. I mean, okay. <laughs> it's, glug, glug, glug. <laughs> it's hot. I got to counteract the heat. You know. Yeah, that's what whiskey I does. I did change into some shorts. I don't know. <laughs> I did notice that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go upstairs to say goodnight to Everly, and I was like, I'm going to change into some shorts because it's hot as hell in my house. I've been wearing shorts every single time because they're not seeing the video. So, but mm-hmm. it, yeah, because it gets hot back here. It gets hot. This is the point of the podcast where we're going to spoil the fuck the hell the shit out this fucking movie. So don't listen anymore. If you don't <laughs> want any spoilers. <laughs> Pause the podcast, go watch the movie. Or if you're like uh, Benjamin, you can just listen to the podcast and then still watch the movie because it's still good. Yeah. To listen to the podcast and watch the movie. Don't let me get ahead of myself. Here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so, yeah, if you uh, don't want to <laughs> hear any spoilers, you can uh, go to our YouTube channel. Uh, there'll be a little small little video on there with a little synopsis of, uh, you know, the movie and what we thought of it. And if you should watch it. And then there'll be a time code in the description of the podcast. You can kind of go to and hear a spoiler-free, uh, you know, version if you should watch the movie or not. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Miss anything? Nope. Good. All right. Let's begin. Let us begin. Wendell and the Wild. Opening scene. So the first thing I noticed mm-hmm. this movie as it comes in, the audio is fucking horrible. The audio is, is, is weird. Right? Yeah. It's really weird. I said, horrible is in, like, it's it's too clean. Yeah. You know, I, mean? I was like, well, it seems like there's just no atmosphere yeah. in in the audio, right? It sounds like the even when they're outside, they're in the studio. And that's a tricky thing to do when you're doing all voiceover stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I feel like I didn't notice. I haven't noticed it in like Nightmare. Mm-mm. Maybe because there's always music playing in the background. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. I noticed that too about this. There's like not much background music. Mm-hmm. It's just silence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which I'm like, this is just weird. Like, yeah. Hear, yeah. It's the first thing I noticed. Mm-hmm. Like there was like, a, it was like a busy day in this, you know, they're like kind of panning into the city. It's busy. It's kind of popping, right? Things are happening. Yeah. And you really don't hear much of any ambiance. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, you hear a guy, you know, talking to his wife, whatever. He's actually on the phone. Okay. Um, and that is uh, Delroy, is the guy's name? The dad's name here? Yeah. Delroy and Wilma, Elliot. Are talking on the uh, talking uh, in front of their brewery. Mm-hmm. They own a brewery, and uh, Darrow like, "Nope, I'm not selling the brewery. You know, I'm not doing it. Damn it, fuck you." Yeah, hangs the phone up. He doesn't say fuck you. There's more more important things than money or whatever. Yeah. So it's clearly a, a big investor who just wants to buy it. Yeah, and he's like, "Nah." So the little girl walks up, cat, and she's like, "Mommy, nah, yeah, you know, I got an apple." And she's like, oh, "Okay." They get in the car. And they're kind of driving, and it starts to rain. You know, you're getting the good family dynamic here. You're getting the kind mm-hmm. of that they're building, like, oh, they're a happy family, right? Right. She takes a bite into the apple. She sees some worms come out of the apple, and she screams her fucking head off, as, ah! as, as you would. Yeah. I mean, I would. They were like demon-looking worms, too. Yeah. Not normal, cute little brown worms. Nah. These were like yeah. dune yeah. sandworm exactly. worms <laughs> coming out of this fucking apple, it's dude. disgusting. Yeah. So then she, like, screams. Dad turns around and goes, what's wrong? You know, and they're on a bridge. And he just veers the fuck off mm-hmm. and goes off the bridge and the car goes in the water. There's another car that's coming, right? And they is there? swerve out of the way, I think. Yeah, I don't Maybe. know. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. the car Not cra- an appropriate way to drive. No. No. Car crash. They, cra- they go in the water. The, the dad's knocked the fuck out. Yeah. And the mom's like, you know, hey, you know, remember how to swim. You know, I need you to hold your breath real quick and swim out. So she rolls the window down. Wire starts coming in. She holds her breath. Little girl goes out and she watches the car sink. And I'm assuming the mom trying to get the dad. Trying to get the dad out. Out. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. He doesn't make it. Nope. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what a way to start a kid's film. Yeah. Yeah. Like, goodness gracious. Uh-huh. I'm not going to ease anything like, what the fuck? Well, I mean. We're, th- we're, we're, th- we're two minutes in a movie. Look at Bambi, though. That's how Bambi starts. Yeah, it's a little different though. Yeah, I mean, that's a hunter, and you don't see Bambi die. This is how all Disney movies start. Parents die. It's not Disney. I know it's not Disney, but the, I get it. But look, look, Bambi. Yeah, they're running uh-huh. from the hunter. Yeah, Bambi gets away. Mom, mom, bang. 
we don't see mom drown drown in the car and, 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 and then it goes in the distance right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's a little intense man yeah a little intense it was a little dark i told yeah. sarah i said promise me that if we ever swerve off a road and we're drowning i said you leave my ass in a, like try to save me yeah but like get out and swim we're not both going down with the ship <laughs> yeah okay? right like, yeah like don't don't make our children live as orphans hell no yeah, yeah. get out of the fucking car yeah did you attempt yeah you know and if, attempt. You, can't, if you can't do it you can't do it just yeah. leave i'll understand yeah save them yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i'm totally with it i'm knocked out anyway I'm, uh, yeah yeah just wake up like huh oh shit mm. <laughs> yes have fun on the slide no i'm kidding you <laughs> seen that video yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of the, of the lady the lady angel <laughs> gets going on that slide yeah. hits the fucking wow, wow. And, it, and it cuts to her hello welcome have fun on the slide follow me follow, follow me. me follow me <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, shit got me. You could do a whole series of those. Oh, dude. You could do a whole series of those. I don't know why I find so it so many... fucking funny, dude. When she said, did you have fun on the slide? <laughs> like, you know, like you were doing something stupid. Yeah, did yeah. Did you have fun? Did you have fun? Because it's over. <laughs> anyway, this way. Yeah. Oh, that funny video. They die. We get a little montage of her kind of growing up in the system. Uh, she's she's bad. She's a bad girl. Yes. She kind of says, everyone has demons, and my demons have names. And it shows the title of the movie. Wendell and Wild. Then we kind of get like a little demon underworld montage, you know, not really a song, but it should have been a fucking song. It should have been a song. It should have been a song. Why are we getting no song here? We get Buffalo Belzer. What is his name? Buffalo. I just kept calling him Big B. It's Buffalo Belzer. Okay. This is like his demon. Yeah. No, he's not the devil. No, and he's. I thought I kept calling him Beelzebub, but that's not right either. Yeah, it's not yeah. either. Yeah. So I, Big B. He's some devil guy. Yeah. Or demon, big large demon guy, and he has like little little demons inside of his body and stuff, like doing stuff to him, and he mm-hmm. has like a a fair on his stomach that he demons have fun on. The ghosts go to. Yeah. Yeah, or something. I don't really know. Yeah. So then we see two demons, Wendell and Wild. They're uh, on a hair farm, <laughs> and they're growing hair. In the process is they have this thing. What's the creature's name? Scratchy or some shit? I don't know. Yeah, that's some sort of like fucking weird ass ant ear looking thing. Dog, cow, yeah. thing. Pulling their cart, tractor. Pulls their cart yeah. tractor. Yeah. It bites a hole mm-hmm. into uh, yeah, Buffalo's head. He puts like the hair cream in the hole. Goo, hair goo. Yeah. Into the hole. And then it grows. The hair grows. Hair follicle grows. And that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And it turns out they've been punished by their uh, Buffalo, Buffalo Bezel, be- Bezel. What the fuck? God damn it. Buffalo Belzer. Belzer. Buffalo Belzer uh, is their father, and, and they he's punishing them for some reason. Yeah. So they're kind of like bitching, right? So Wild is like eating the fucking hair, like hair cream. Yeah. And he's like. He just he, takes a few hits yeah, of the hair cream. Eating the cream again, man? He's like, yeah. He's like, why do you keep doing that? He's like, because it tickles your tummy. And he's like, okay. So then he he puts it in his brother's mouth, and he kind of, he, he swallows it down. He's like, you feel that tickle? He's like, all right, I'll wait. Three. Two, one, they get fucking high. <laughs> like, yeah, man, you feel that, man? He's like, yeah. Their eyes become little spirals. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I'm having a vision, yeah. man. Vision quest. They see a vision of Cat, because Cat has green hair, and they see a girl with green hair. Mm-hmm. You see that girl too, man? Yeah, I saw her too. So then we cut to Cat, and she's like handcuffed in a fucking van. Like a, like a, like a prisoner. Li- life prisoner. Yeah. Not just handcuffed, like sh- leg cuffs too. Right, yeah. Like, what did she do? I don't know. To just be released like that. I don't know. Instantly. But anyway, so she's cuffed like strange choice. Yeah, by someone who looks like she knows. Probably used to work at the brewery or something like that. And mm-hmm. she's kind of transporting back and forth this juvenile court thing. Um, uh, and they they're going back to Russ Bank, the cities which she used to live in and where the brewery was, and her parents died. They're across the bridge that her parents uh, died on. She has a bit of a panic attack because she remembers, you know, the the, the incident. She sees the whole town's in fucking shambles, and the brewery's been burned down. And they said people, a bunch of people died there. And seeing all these Clax Corp signs put up, you know, trying to build this prison. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they then arrive to um, what's it called? Rust Bank Catholic mm-hmm. School, RBC. They also do this like frame blending effect on a couple of shots mm. that was popular, like in the like late '90s, early 2000s, for like dramatic. Like they only do it like three or four times, and mm-hmm. then they just quit doing it, which was great because yeah. I, I don't like that effect. If if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you've seen Lord of the Rings. They do it all over the first movie, yeah. like when Frodo almost gets killed by the the troll ogre, and and like it's all like kind of swirl, like not swirly, but yeah, like smeary. Yeah, yeah. Th- that that's the this frame blending effect, mm-hmm. and they do it. A, I don't know a few times in it. I, yeah. I don't ever want to see that effect ever again. <laughs> Stop doing it. Stop doing it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so they arrive at a uh, Rust Bank Catholic. 
Um, and apparently she's a part of the Break the Cycle program. It's like scared straight, but except you don't scare them, you put them in Catholic school, which can be kind of scary. <laughs> it can be kind of scary. <laughs> so, um, and it also doesn't work. Like I know just as many people that went through Catholic school that are total fuck ups and mm-hmm. just wild kids. Yeah, that I do that went through and are like all prim and proper. I don't actually don't know any prim and proper kids that went to Catholic school. Do you? No, not not a single one. <laughs> No. <laughs> it doesn't work. No. So they get to the the school and she meets uh Siobhan, um fucking sweetie and uh Sloan. They come out and they give her like a little school, like you know, low down. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a Catholic school. It's all girl school. You see someone at like a top of the school tower doing some art, making something of a light. These shots are kind of cool. These overhead shots because uh-huh. you know it's like you know it's stop motion, and you're right. like, how oh, they fucking get these cool little shots here? Yeah. So they're pretty cool shots, just in general. But as they're down, as the other three girls are down there, kind of like dancing around, um, Cat. She gives her name KK, mm-hmm. which Cat does not like. No. Um, but they're talking, and Cat has a premonition of a brick falling. And hitting, um, what's it called? Sh- Siobhan. Siobhan, yeah. Then she like looks up and sees um the the kid upstairs in the, in the tower knock a brick down, and she pushes Siobhan out the way, saves her life. Yeah, right. She's like, oh, so we all, you know, cat has some powers. Right. Mm-hmm. Two nuns take her away to meet the uh the headmaster, our um father father bests, and he's in his little in his headmaster room on the treadmill, <laughs> walking while talking and doing work. Basically, she looks around the school and realizes, oh, this school is just doing this program to get money. Yeah. Because it's like breaking down. Mm-hmm. So she's he's like, oh, yeah, 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 good day. Go to class. Have a good day. You know, like we're trying to break the cycle here. You yeah. Know, he doesn't give a shit. He just needs money no. for the school. He just needs to keep the school going. Yeah. He gets a call from uh, the Clax people, the Clax parents. He's in bad dealing with Clax. Yes. You know. Um, she goes in her room and she punk rocks out. Like the punk rock montage. You did? Yeah. I don't mind the montage. I just feel like it did nothing with her punk rockness. No. Uh-uh. No. Like it was just, it just felt like a stereotype. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, her attitude is a little punk rock through the movie, as far as like just being a strong, yeah, female character. But yeah, I mean, I guess she doesn't really do anything inherently punk rock. She's just sort of, I just feel, well, not even that. Like she's, cause she could be punk rockish, but it was like a thing. Like I felt like it was gonna be used mm. in some way, and it really, really wasn't. It was yeah, just like, and, the, and the, the, a lot of the music wasn't. Like punk rock music no. either. Like there was at least one song that was like a punk rock song that was in it. Mm-hmm. I think during this montage. But then after that, we don't really do any punk rock through the no. whole thing. But like weird. in like uh the synopsis for the movie on Netflix, it mentioned like punk rock girl. I'm yeah. like, all right, there's something to do with the no. No, it's not. So it's like why are they why they why they push it? You know, I, so I much. don't know. Yeah. Because um, it's not like punk rock's even in now. So it's not like they were trying to capitalize on yeah, some sort of trend or anything like that. Yeah, just uh, just different, I guess. Yeah. So she goes to class and she meets uh, Raul, who was the person that was in the tower that pushed the rock off, um, accidentally pushed the brick off the thing. Yeah. Raul says, you know, that um, he used to be friends with a couple of girls, and but something changed, and they're not really friends anymore. They don't really talk anymore, right? So at this point, you kind of notice, like, all right, cool, Raul as a boy at an all-girls school. Right. Right. Leave it, leave it at that kind of right there. Then we go to, I was, so I wrote down, uh, Miss Helly comes in and we meet Chekhov's octopus because I thought it was going to come back again. <laughs> um, we did not. It was So she brings this octopus in the classroom. It's like a mimic octopus. It can change its shape and color to avoid predators. Right. Things like that. So she tells the new girl to come up and tap on the glass. Uh, cat walks up there, taps on the glass, and the fucking octopus turns red and makes this like demon shape. So Cat kind of like gets scared, jumps around, and then she like falls next to the teacher's desk and she gets shocked by something in the desk drawer mm-hmm. she goes out of the room with miss helly and she like says her is your hand okay and she pulls back her hand and she has this like tattoo of teeth on her top of her hand mm-hmm. she's like she's like what the fuck and she's like what is this and she goes oh so that that's new to you and she goes yes this is what the fuck is this yeah and she goes oh my god okay don't tell anyone about this i know what this is don't tell anyone though. Yeah. Uh, it just stays between me and you. And she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> you know? So there is teeth on my <clears> hand <throat> now. Yeah. But she doesn't have mom and dad to go. Yeah. Anywhere. Talk to, you know, these are the, she's living here at this school. Yeah. So yeah, she runs out. Yeah. So then we get to meet. So then the girls walk up to Raul. They're talking to her and they go, Ramona, I'm sorry, Raul. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay. So at this point in the movie, I'll just say it now because I felt like this wasn't needed. I was cool with just just her being Raul and knowing and right and knowing that it's hit, a girl transition they hit or it whatever two other times and yeah it just seemed forced. It's not like that group of girls is ever outwardly shitty towards Raul yeah. or anything. No, 
Like I, 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 the name thing I was cool with. Like, all right, Ramona. I'm sorry, Raul. Right? Like you're trying to trying to like talk to him. Right? Yeah. But like in the end, there's a scene coming up where like we'll just go to it. But the mom's on the phone and she's like, you know, it's it's your it's your son. It's just, she's like fighting with the father, right? So I was hoping there was going to be some moment uh, in the movie of you know the, the the acceptance. Yes. And it there just wasn't. No. And I was like, why are we even why make it a big deal mm-hmm. if it's not going to be a big deal? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. for movie purposes, right? For movie purposes. Yeah, right. yeah. So yeah, like cause... why why make it a thing if it's not gonna be a thing? Just just have her just have her be Raul. Yeah. You know, and just be accepted by everybody. And that that's cool. Yeah. You know? But I mean, I think part of that a lot of people deal with not being accepted. Yeah. By family and friends and just, you know, people. So I wonder if they left it that way on purpose, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's the... it's kind of a tough thing for, like you said, a movie that seems to be directed towards children the one in the happy ending and you, mm-hmm. you know me was hoping that like all right this happens now but hopefully at the end raul saves the day and isn't accepted by her i'm mean, her father right like, i'm yeah. assuming she's on the phone with at that time you know what i mean yeah but this did not happen so i was no. like ah oh, shitty we go back to the demon world again go back to wendell and wild wendell and wild uh we'll find out their uh their brothers you know we know their brothers but they uh they tried to start their own fair mm-hmm their own uh, dream fair, mm-hmm. but with a better fair than their their dad's demon fair, right? Or no, scream fair is what he called it. Okay, and uh, he put him on punishment basically. <laughs> and how dare you try and, to make a better fair than mine? Yeah, put him in his nose. Yeah, they sleep in his nose, nostrils, and um, they get a a bubble comes in, and it's like is is Bearsabub or Bearbub or Bearsabub? Yeah, Bearsabub. Yeah, and it's like their cousin Bearsabub, and he says like, hey. I found a hell maiden. She can summon you to the land of the living. So they're like, let's let's do this. Mm-hmm. So um, we now go to the headmaster, Mister Mister Bests. Father Bests is golfing with the Claxes, and he they're like they're talking about the school and he need more money. Yeah, and they need a vote to put the prison in. He's like, well, they're not going to vote you in. He's like, if the old people were alive, you know, they would vote vote you in. But they're not alive, and the people in now they're not going to vote for your prison. So yeah, you're kind of fucked. And then they're kind of like getting on. The father's case and he's like listen man he's like i turned a blind eye when you guys burned down the brewery and then like he like turns his back and they fucking club him with the golf club and yeah. toss him in the fucking water he dies I'm like gee what the <laughs> fuck it's a male and a female are they brother and sister or are they, they are husband, husband, and husband, and husband and okay husband so the wife. husband is donald trump he had a very donald trump look did not talk you know yeah did not do the donald trump thing mm-hmm. didn't sound like him but yeah. was clear you know tan guy yeah. white hair kind of stocky looking mm-hmm. Donald Trump. You thought so? I thought I, I got that vibe immediately yeah. from him. Yeah. Throws ass in the in the fucking lake and under some ice water and he's he's gone. He's a go- he is dead. <laughs> night night. Like, geez, uh, this is getting wild, man. I'm like, this is what is this rated? That's what I was thinking this whole time. My goodness. PG thirteen. So Raul's mom now gets the phone call and she's trying to expose Clax. She thinks they started the fire. But Clax said, We didn't start the fire. <laughs> but it's always burning since the world's been turning. So she's, she's on the phone. They're, her lawyering firm says, drop the fucking case. You haven't found shit yet. Just whatever. I think it, well, I can't, I say lawyer firm. I think it's, I thought it was fucking Raul's dad. Because mm. then she has a conversation, you know, it's your son. Your son, you know, is fine. Something like that, right? Yeah. And she hangs the phone up. Raul comes in the room and she's about, uh, he's about to leave. And his mom's like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, I got to finish my art, my summer art project. This is really important to me. Hops on the roof and he ends up like melting all the snow on the roof and starts to paint a mural on their roof. Mm-hmm. And all you see is like, uh, I just put a queen's face. Yeah. You know what I mean? I couldn't. I, yeah. It was just some sort of face. Yeah. Portrait. And so kind of cool. Yeah. But uh, the reason there were, she was, uh, or he was working in the tower was because they were put, putting a light mm-hmm. to shine on top of the roof. Yeah, so he could like trace the area that he wanted to paint. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's a thing that, that some artists will do. Yeah. Cat has a nightmare, and she meets Wendell and Wilder in a nightmare. She, they want her to obviously summon them to the land of the living. So they figure if they can come to the land of the living, they can build their fair there. She says, well, okay, we'll bring my parents back to life and deal. And they just lie and go, yeah, we can do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, we don't, we don't know how to. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. <laughs> We're demons. We can lie. We can just lie. <laughs> yes, of course you have it. <laughs> yeah. So they tell uh, tell her, you know, you need to need to, She needs to find Beelzebub. Bear, yeah, Beelzebub. Bear, yeah, Beelzebub. Well, these names. Beelzebub. Masmodius. Satanas. No, I'm not saying no more, bro. We're gonna have some shit going down your house. I ain't Lucifer. Saying, Stop. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> calm that shit down, man. This is that demon music, mm. ghosts mm-hmm. with Papa. Papa Emeritus. Papa Emeritus. Their latest album sucked. Yeah. It was not very good. That's what happened. You we fire all the band members. Go down that devil route. Oh, no. It was because they 
fired all the band members. That's because the that wrote all the music. God was like, no more. <laughs> You're famous <laughs> enough. Ugh. I'm done. Yeah. First album was okay. Yeah, the first couple albums are all right. But just like Satan, you fell off. Mm. <laughs> but dumb cheek. <laughs> she has to find Beer's Bub, basically bring it to a gravesite the next full moon and needs to be a witness. I'm like, okay. So she wakes up, sneaks into the science room, breaks into the fucking drawer. How does she know where the fuck this bear is? That'd be her assumption that this thing would cause her to put the fucking thing in her hand, right? Because she got she recognized she got shocked from the drawer. Okay. So it has to be it. All right. Right. So she breaks into the drawer, takes out Beer's bub, and then a fucking janitor comes in. <laughs> it's kind of funny because he has no legs. Mm-hmm. Not saying that's that's funny, but he has these fake Hilarious. he has these fake wooden feet. Yeah, that are on the like parts of the wheelchair. Part of the wheelchair. That, yeah, like just things just float over it. Yeah, and he like picks them up and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Very strange. <laughs> it's very strange. Yeah. But yeah, he comes in his wheelchair and he writes, uh, Heli is a thief mm-hmm. on the uh on the chalkboard. On the chalkboard. And then Cat runs out and he goes, Spy and doesn't do anything about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't tell anybody to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Just whatever. Now Cat has the bear. Mm-hmm. So in a while they uh, use their they're using their machine, they're putting they're doing the hair farm, putting hair back into, you know, Buffalo's head. Their father's head and the machine runs over a tick and kills it. And then the hair cream squirts on it and the tick comes back alive. Yeah. And he's like, holy shit. So then uh, while crushes the tick, brings it back to life and get the hair cream. He's like, oh, my God, we can bring her parents back. Right. We can actually come through on our deal. And they're like, we're going to make sure it works with something bigger, though. And they look they look at their uh, their creature and like, no, we can't. It doesn't work. Yeah, because the creature like gives them like it looks over and it's just normal. And then all of a sudden his eyes go big. Like, yeah. oh. <laughs> like oh, we can't do it. We can't do it. We like him. Yeah. They uh, decide to get yeah, to use the cream on Cat's parents. Mm-hmm. So then now we're at the headmaster's funeral, uh, Father Best's funeral. And Kate, basically from this funeral, takes Raul to be the witness. Mm-hmm. I need you. We're coming going this way. Raul follows. And they somehow sneak away on yeah. a field trip mm-hmm. with one singular bus. <laughs> a field trip to a funeral. A funeral. And then the bus drives away without them. Mm-hmm. What the fuck kind of school is this? One, if you've ever been on a right? field trip for school. And there's like, I mean, there's more students than them, but yeah. Yeah. But still. But still, they they count. Like five times. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're counting as we get on the bus. And then all the kids get on the bus. And then we count again. Yep. All the kids on the bus. Yeah. And then if we the numbers match, okay, now we leave. Mm-hmm. You know, but they, they sneak off and the bus just drives away. And they're yeah. gone. <laughs> Missing two kids. <laughs> they walk off into um, the location. As they get there, we cut back to the demons. The demons in the, the father's nose. And they make decoys out of snot. And they got like some chariot ready with like, uh, what are they called? Those those hell jockeys. Yeah, the hell jockeys. <laughs> to like fly the him. Devil, jo- I devil don't, jockeys. Devil jockeys like them, fly out. Yeah. They're little like flying scary rat owl. Yeah. Crow mm, things. Weird I don't know things. what they are, but yeah, <laughs> they're like beaks with wings and feet. I don't know. It's very strange. Yeah. Cat gets the bear and she starts. She pulls the bear's cord and it starts saying some things and. Cat repeats the bears about victorious. <laughs> yes. Fucking chants in Latin. Yeah. And uh, the demons are summoned, but they're not summoned near Cat. Mm-hmm. So she thinks it doesn't work. Yeah. She's like, what the fuck? So and she's Ra- Raul's like, what the hell is going on right now? Yeah. Out of left. So she's like, so she pulls the demon bear and starts and the, talking and in it Latin. Talk- it lights up. His eyes light up nope. green. And- <laughs> nope. Out. Gone. Yeah. Yeah, bro. You say, come with me. And you start speaking in some, she starts saying Beelzebub and in, like he was doing here earlier. Graveyard. Yeah. yeah. Like no. he was doing earlier. Mm-hmm. I hit you with a golf club. <laughs> Back of your head. Click, click. What happened? What happened? So why'd you hit him with the golf club? He would say, he said, he said Beelzebub. Yeah. <laughs> he's clearly trying to he's, summon some demons. He said, "Lucifer, you know what? That should come to us, man. No, no. I had to take him out. Then I get locked up, being crazy. Oh my God! So you hit him for the? Yes, he said, Lucifer, man, out loud. Everybody knows you say three times a mirror, you get killed. <laughs> <laughs> so they come out and they're all like, "Hey!" And no one's around. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh, this is weird." Sister Helly finds Raul and Cat, and she's like, "What the fuck, you guys doing over here? Yeah, what are you guys doing out here?" <laughs> You know, so they she they take them back, and we he, we hear Heli come up like you know, like yeah. we see like some black whatever come around, right? And like she appears, mm-hmm. takes them back. We then see Wendell and Wild, and they decide to use the cream on a random grave. Oh, this is a fresh grave right here. Yeah, we just try it on this. Yeah, it's Father Best's. Right, and they put it on him, and he comes back to life, and it it works, and it I believe in miracles <laughs> comes on. Yeah. And he's like, it's a miracle. I'm alive. I'm alive. His head's all like sunken down in yeah. his neck. <laughs> they put some Pope hat on him. Uh-huh. They paint his face. Uh-huh. 
And Nate's like, he looks good. He's like, I do look good. Uh, you know, and he's all like, I'm back. I'm back. So like, cool. So we're going to go. We need money to start our dream fair. And we got to be Rob Cat's parents and yada, yada, yada. So the headmaster's like, well, I can get you guys money. Well, he says, well, no, there's no money in this town. But I, I had a I had a vision. I know how to get you money. Because he thinks about when he was telling the Claxes that all the people that would vote for them are dead. Are dead. Yeah. Like, oh, crap. You can revive people then. You can revive them. They'll give you the money for your fair. We'll be good to go. Yes. This is kind of funny when she said they go back to Helly and she's talking to Cat. Uh, what were you doing? What were you doing? You were, you know, you were just like me. You don't even know who I am. You're just, you remind myself just like you when I was, when I was a kid. And she's like, you know, Cat runs off, right? Mm-hmm. So they're out there at school the next day, and then they get a surprise in the intercom that Father Best is still alive. Yeah. Hello, children. And then like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. You know, my death was uh, a little surprise and it really didn't happen. It was some big misunderstanding. Yeah. <laughs> Sister Hill's like, what the fuck? And she runs to the fucking office and he's sitting in there, the treadmill again, still walking. And she's like, what the hell happened? Just a misunderstanding. Everything's fine. You know, like, but when she goes into the room, she turns into like that sh- fucking shadow demon thing. <laughs> and yeah. She pops up. And he, he doesn't even give a care. Yeah. He didn't even. So I'm like, okay, so they know about this. Mm-hmm. There's already some fucked up shit going on in this Catholic school. Right. Yeah. You know, this Catholic it's Catholic. Stuff, church school thing that's normal <laughs> that's always going I don't know what's kidding, kidding yeah uh, but anyway then Cat and Raul also go to the headmaster's office and they call him out as well he calls the intercom he's like code 710 code 710 <laughs> Uh, headma- headmaster under ki- under duress or being kidnapped uh, or something like that or yeah. headmaster being held hostage that's what it was and the nuns come in and take him away yeah. and they have to go right in the chalkboard I will not hold the father hostage right something like, like that yeah a hundred times yeah. on, the, on the chalkboard so as they're doing this the nuns fall asleep Cat escapes with uh Raul, she basically takes some sort of rag and climbs out the window with it the clacks go to uh, the pond to find Father Best I forget why they hear that he's back right alive no he, he calls him he calls he calls them. And they're like how is this possible yeah 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 and then so they go to the pond to see him and they see like angels there and his body's not there and then clack shows up behind him because it looks like his face is in the water like about to pop up and it's actually behind him and right like, yeah ah! and he goes they're about to hit him again and they try to kill him again <laughs> it's like oh god he's like wait, wait wait i can get you the votes i have a way cool he gets the vote that's awesome but then like the fathers are going off like hey 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 they can't resurrect anybody else because they know about the fire right yeah so then they say hey if you can't resurrect anybody else if you do we won't give you the money so they're like demons are like fuck it deal we'll mm-hmm. do it cat mm-hmm. ends up finding the demons and she's like you motherfuckers lied to me yeah because she knows that they resurrected the priest guy mm-hmm. and they're like wait wait, wait. We'll, do your, we'll resurrect your parents you just have to swear allegiance to us and she goes fuck it i will so she swears allegiance to the demons but she does it her freaking hand goes over her mouth glows green her eyes glow green and she swears allegiance to the demons so you know it's real because some voodoo shit just happened so yeah some crazy yeah. shit yeah <laughs> she couldn't lie way out of that one so they start digging up the graves of the city council right the old council members and they get a montage of them kind of getting them dressed and painting their faces and putting clothes on them and making these weird looking Coco characters. Yeah, basically, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. because they're all been dead so long that they're skeletons. So, like, because the corpse of the priest guy was pretty fresh, he still sort of looks like him. His skin color's wrong. Yeah. And his head is in the wrong spot. But (laughs) other than that, he still sort of looks like the guy. But all of these people... Or just skeleton. His head's like that because he got hit with a golf club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dink. (laughs) (laughs) Tom and Jerry, so. So, yeah, as uh, they resurrect all the people, the demons start... Well, they're like, well, they can't resurrect anybody else. They start eating the hair cream again, getting high. Yeah. Like, yeah, fuck this. We'll get high all the time now. So eat the hair cream. They get baked and they fall asleep. So Raul steals the hair cream and he goes and raises uh, Kat's parents himself. So now Kat's parents are alive and Raul takes them back to the house, back to their home, right? Yeah. But the demons get Raul and they kidnap him. Mm-hmm. Fuck. <laughs> Raul, danger. <laughs> Run. So now Buffalo, Buffalo Belzer realizes that Wendell and Wild are gone. He's fucking pissed. Gone? Soul Jockeys. That was the name. Soul Jockeys. Yeah. Kind of a good band name, kind of. Not a bad band name. Yeah. Soul Jockeys, Jock and Souls, or Jack and Souls. What? Pauls? What? Jack, what? <laughs> Soul Jockeys. So Kat goes to her old house and she finds her parents. And first she's kind of shocked because they're, you know, they're not, they've been dead for a while. So. Right. Yeah. They're, they're zombie, zombified. Yeah. But she's like, you know, it's cool. We're good. We're good to go. But she's, she's been dealing with demons. Mm-hmm. And zombies and all kinds yeah. of stuff to this point. So she's just happy to see her parents. So her parents let her know that Raul brought them back, not the demons. Mm-hmm. So they realize Raul's in trouble. At first, she's like, man, fuck Raul. And then they're like, no, a friend in need is a friend indeed. 
<laughs> when a, what was the saying? If, if a friend asks for help, you help them? Yeah. Unless they're in a bank and then you get access to get away and then you leave them. <laughs> hmm. No, you're not getting anymore. I'm mad. I forgot about that now. Oh, you don't need to forget. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's the sound of classic. Oh, disappointment. <laughs> just disappointment. It's such a good whiskey. If you guys haven't had Weller before, it's so good. It is very good. It's a very tasty, wonderful, kind of slightly different kind of whiskey. And the the, the twist off cap is mm. just not acceptable to me. No. As a patron of bourbon. <laughs> Makes it affordable. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'd pay another $4 for a corked lid. A dollar, not four. Four dollars. You're already spending what? Like 25 on that. So 26 for the cork. I'd pay 30 for it with a cork. What? Do you, don't say that on fucking air. Do people hear that? Don't put a cork and then charge us more money for no, for a fucking five cent item. I don't care. You just offer them 95% profit I'm on a fine, cork I'm and you're, you're going to get them like four. Geez, never mind. No, we offer with the $1, not the whole. See, your math is off now. You threw me off. Anyway. Wow, that was a big sip. <sighs> Buffalo Bells there. Realizes Wendell and Wilde are gone. So yeah, Cat goes to save Raul. Yes. And he, she does. And they get out and basically they fake their deaths. Yeah. She makes yeah. it look like they were eaten by their creature. Cat takes off her boots and squirts hot sauce on them. Yeah. And, and then uh, then she starts to talk with her hand to like warn them. The demon's here and they come back. And then uh, Raul and Cat are hiding behind like the cart and the creature says nothing. About anything, he's just saying, yeah, <laughs> busy eating food, I yeah. think, right? Because they, they give him the food that they were getting, yeah. Oh no, he ate Raul too, yeah. It was. He, he ate our handmaiden or a hell maiden, and he ate Raul, poor oh, Raul, poor Raul. <laughs> oh no, it's, it's funny how like non bothered they are yeah. by, by the fact that their creature just ate two humans. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So yeah, we go back to Buffalo and uh, he's interrogating the uh, soul, soul reapers or soul handlers or soul jockeys, soul jockeys. Uh, and then like all there's like five of them and like two on each side kind of leave one in the middle yeah. to, to describe what's happening. It reminds me of that Bill Burr joke when he's like, uh, they're like an ESPN like panel, like mm-hmm. white guys. And then like one of the guys start going off on like why African-Americans are like better at sports. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, well, they got an extra muscle in their calf, you see. And it's like, and he says like the two other guys like kind of like to separate themselves from the other guy as he keeps. T- no, guys, you understand, man. You gotta, they actually have this thing in their body. It's totally different. And like, just it's in the next day. He's on a he's an apology tour. Apology tour. <laughs> Not just the next day, for the next month and a half. Too funny, too funny. They're interrogating the vultures. They tell him what happened. He's like, you flew him up there? Yeah. And he's like, cool. And he kills him. <laughs> Crushes them all. Yeah. Sister Heli finds Kat and Raul, and she tells them that she used to be a hell maiden. She shows Kat her tattoo. She has the same I'm just like you. teeth tattoo yeah. on her hand. And she then takes Kat to see Manberg, because Kat's glowing, mm-hmm. turning green and shit. Turns out Manberg is like the fucking... This is the janitor guy yeah. from before. Turns out she's Blade and he's... Yeah. <laughs> I was just... I couldn't remember his name. What's his name? Uh, it starts with a W, right? Winston. It's not Winston. No, is it W? No, it's... it's Whistler. Whistler. Yeah, yes, Whistler. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to make that joke and you beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> old old man Whistler and Turn, Blade. Yeah, it turns out they, they've been... They're like demon hunters or yeah. whatever. And she would have, he, he's got all these like demons that are in these jars, yeah, like in his little lair in his I, I back like cave. Col- I like to collect them. Yeah, yeah. He would have her summon demons, and he would then collect them. Mm-hmm. Kind of weird. I'm a demon hunter, Manberg the Merciless. <laughs> That's what he called himself. Mm-hmm. He looks at Cat's uh, hand. He's like, "Oh, we got to quarantine this bitch." Yeah, he gets ready to suck her up into one of those up. jars. Collect her, you know. And it's just like this little shop back. Yeah. He's, got, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, hold on, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. She's not that far gone yet. Blood bind us. The demon's raising an army. You could use two hell maidens. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm thinking like, okay, kind of cool. So he does some ceremony. He gets out like this little knife and cuts mm-hmm. their hands and they put them together. Yeah, ties them together. And then, then Sister Helly's eyes glow green. Cat's mm-hmm. eyes glow a little less green. So mm-hmm. it's like they split the mm-hmm. demon level between them. Mm-hmm. And then they go into the quarantine chamber. The, the, ob- the obelisk. There's no smoking in the obelisk, Randall. Rob doesn't know what that's from. I don't know what that's from. Because no. he won't watch scary shit. What is it? It's from the closets of curiosities. Oh, okay. There's no smoking in the Opolis Randall. <laughs> Is this this cocaine a test? Oh no, I'm going to take this cocaine as a test. <laughs> Please don't make me do it. 
anyway, back to the movie. The board members then show up to the city council meeting. The dead ones show up, vote the prison in. One of the guys goes, in my professional opinion, they're alive. <laughs> <laughs> doctors. Yeah, the doctor's like, damn it, Steve, we don't need to hear that. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut, man. Siobhan realizes her parents are evil. Cat makes a reference before, like, you know, because Sh- Siobhan's like, oh, the prisons are really bit, really rehabilitation centers. Exercise, good food, yeah. like all, all this stuff. She's talking about detoxing and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Making what prisons are supposed to be. Yeah. To make better human beings. Better human beings. But instead, they're not people. No, they're not. <laughs> they just, it's a system. It's a system. Yeah, it's a slave system. It is. Keeps you in the system. Mm-hmm. So uh, Siobhan realized her parents are evil. Because she comes back and she's like, mommy and daddy, do you really make people happy in prisons and make them better citizens? They're like, no, it's all about the money. <laughs> she's learning. Honey. Yeah. She's and then le- they tell them like the, they're going to like demolish the town mm-hmm. and the town will be so shit that all the kids in the town will grow up and be criminals. And then we can funnel them right into our prison. Weird. And it'll be perfect. So I can name about 20s, 30 thousand cities maybe <laughs> yeah that are like that are set up that way set up that way yeah yeah does mm. it populate the interesting the system huh mm. they're trying to build a prison <laughs> for you and me <laughs> oh baby you and me we literally got two sentences in for <laughs> we got derailed just so you know that <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry about that it's all good so um they're trying to build a prison they're trying to build a are you me? Uh, so Kat and Kelly are in the room and they Kelly tells Kat she has to relive her memories. Mm-hmm. Her uh, memories are what is making her green. Mm-hmm. Making her a monster. Sure. <laughs> Only you can make it stop. Yeah. I'm not strong enough. You are strong. You're stronger. She starts fighting this shadow demon thing. And then again, she's shadow fighting it. Mm-hmm. Hi-ya, hi-ya. Shadow boxing. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but, she is boxing her shadow. She's punching it Because Kelly's eyes are glowing green. And at Cat, and then Cat's shadow becomes this mm-hmm. demon monster thing, and now she's like fighting it. Yeah, 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 just, yeah throwing kicks in the air and shit, and yeah. fighting the shadow. Uh-huh. And she beats the shadow's ass. She's like a like a parent beats a beats a child, mm-hmm. and then she goes to the shadow, and goes, oh, I'm, "I had to beat you because I love you." You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you made me do this, and I, you know, I hope you learned your lesson. And apologize to the shadow. They hug. Yeah, they hug, and then she's now she's good now. Her power, her power is free. Yes. She, she can see the future. Yes, she gets a special power. Mm-hmm. Which is weird though, because she already had special uh, power now. But, now before she was cursed, but she, you know, that's why she said she was special. Okay, but yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So her power is in the future. Helly passes out, mm-hmm. and then it kind of fades. It goes to Buffalo now. He's uh, I'm going to the fucking land of the living. Father, my son's name it. The demons went a little while ago to Cat's house with with uh, father, because he's like, all right, because they basically go, hey, the, the parents are back alive, and father's like, oh my god, we lose all the money if they find out, so we got to go get them. He's like, we'll do a little ding dong ditch for reverse. Yeah. <laughs> so they knock on the door and they come outside, and the parents come out. Raul's there listening to a record on headphones. Yeah. Instead of out loud, the parents are dancing behind Raul as he's listening to punk rock music. No, the headphones, but yeah. either way. So they go outside, and uh, the father's like hiding behind like the the, the cart, and he's like, Hello. and he's like, we, we can see your hat, father. <laughs> and the demons jump out, bag him, takes him off. Our old sees him the last second, and then runs back to Cat uh, and uh, Manberg and mm-hmm. all them at the at the school, and goes, "Your parents have been taken." So Cat goes with uh, Raul, and they go to save her parents. Siobhan, what's your name wrong, isn't it? Siobhan. Siobhan, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's exactly yeah. what it is, but that's what we've been saying. Yeah, so. Siobhan, like, catches up with him and finds him and tells him, like, tells uh, the father and the demons they were giving fake money. Mm-hmm. This money is as useless in everywhere else but here. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, fuck. And so they're like, you know, they basically save her parents. And then Siobhan's like, we have to stop my parents now. We have to stop them. We have to stop them from they're, building this prison. Yeah. Cat sees the future and sees Russ Bank basically just fucking crashing. Like, oh no. All these bulldozers yeah. come and just, just tear it Destroy to pieces. It. Yeah. And then she has a premonition. We hear the greatest rock song ever in the history of rock. Uh, uh, yeah, Listen, I said it. Immigrant song. It's got to be up there. It's up there. Yeah. But this song is... This song is amazing. Cult of Personality. Cult of Personality is the song that Toby's referring to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm saying this because this got me to rock and roll, this song. Okay. I didn't like rock to her, this song. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What was my gateway to rock? A Bush song. A late in the game. Yeah. I think Chemicals Between Us was the Bush song. Mm. And Wait and Be- Bleed by Slipknot. Yeah. Those two. 
pulled me into rock. What are you listening to before? What are you listening to? Like, what do you listen to? R&B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, like all old old records that my parents had just around the house, and then I got into R and B music. So like Boys to Men, mm-hmm. New Edition, that kind of shit. All 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 black R and B, like not not like Backstreet Boys or any of that shit. No no no, <laughs> genuine, you know that shit. And then um, oh no, I, I forgot what band actually got me into rock. Rammstein <laughs> went to see Mortal Kombat and Rammstein. I yeah. got the I got the uh, the uh, soundtrack for Mortal Kombat mm. two, I think, and there was a Rammstein song on there, and uh, that got me into Rammstein. And then from there on, I was just a fucking metalhead. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> my parents went from hearing me in my room on my boop uh, my boombox boombox. That was yeah. the word I said. Boop box, but no. <laughs> my boop boop. I'm my boop boop. <laughs> That's <because> boop box. <laughs> I was playing on my boop boop, <laughs> and you know from listening to. Uh, black R&B music to German heavy metal. <laughs> and I'm sure they were like, where did we go wrong as parents? Yeah, shit is happening now. I'm a teenage boy. Yeah. This rules my lease on the side. And... Nine! And the Buffalo Bells the Buffalo, shows up. Yeah, he shows up, breaks through the ground. Yeah. I'm here. He's at the top, the top of the mountain, the cemetery. Yeah. yeah. They freak the fuck out, try to run down the mountain in the carriage. All of them, even <laughs> man, man, was his man, 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 Berg on the wheelchair in the front. His feet, his feet are flying everywhere. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Buffalo busts his hand through the side of the damn, uh, what's it called? The mountain mm-hmm. and grabs uh, his, 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 uh, his boys, his sons and Raul and all the parents, like every, everybody, but basically Manberg. And there's a funny thing. I, and I don't know who it was, but he, he grabs everybody and then he like has the chariot and he like dumps the people out into his hand and then he just tosses the chariot but then you can hear a ah! <laughs> so i don't know who was still yeah. in the chariot at that point but i was like what the fuck so yeah he's he's talking to his boys why'd you do it why'd yeah. you break out of here don't let us do everything dad you always take everything from us yeah, so they, mean. Yeah, they're they're being kind of like cagey about it and he's like it's because of the fucking fair isn't mm. it you you bitching about this fair again yeah. God damn it, boys. Let's do anything we want to do. We have good ideas. Yeah. He's blocking the sun. He moves and the sun shines through and melts all the snow on top of the roofs of the house. Instantaneously melts the yeah. snow. Quickly. Yeah. And he's, we see this mural that Raul's been painting of a parent protecting their child from two dragons. Two evil looking dragons. Yeah. And so it's a mural about yeah. the Claxons and how, like, you know, we need to protect. Mm-hmm. Our kids from it, or just in general, like yeah. protecting the town or whatever. And then Buffalo's like, I never knew my father. No. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, Man, parents protecting their kids, you know, that's something all parents, you know, want to do. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I'm I'm missing a lot of my children. They keep running away and go missing. And then Wendell and Wild are like, What, we're not your first kids? And he's like, No, you're not. You know, I'm missing a lot of children. And Manberg's like, Hey, I've been I've been kidnapping them. <laughs> they've actually been having her summon them and uh, they weren't running away. <laughs> so I'll make an exchange. We'll, you know, I'll we'll give, give you back your kids. Yeah. If you let us go. And he's like, deal. Yeah. And they leave. And he goes, kids, you can rebuild the fair when you come back. I'll listen to you now. Yeah. So he's like, but Henry business here first. Yeah. Hang out. And, you know, still come back, though. They go stop the bulldozing down of the, <laughs> of the, the town or what do you want to call it, the brewery and stuff. Mm-hmm. They need a witness, though, to stop or to return to council to get the uh, the Claxes arrested. Yeah. And when the wild say, well, there's only enough cream to. The priest dies again yeah. at this point. Yeah. He just like starts talking and he's like drunk and then he falls over <laughs> and dies. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. And, and that's what, yeah. Buffalo says the hair cream's not. It doesn't last forever. It doesn't last forever, boys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh. And so they they go to give the cream to Cat because her parents she's now she's like oh shit my parents aren't back forever mm-hmm. I'll just use the rest of this cream on them they'll buy me some time at least I'll have a couple of weeks with them or whatever but then yeah it's like if we can use the hair cream on somebody else to testify against the Claxons mm-hmm. then we can save the day yeah that's what they decide to do yeah they get three people yep so they they go stop the knocking down of the building with some weird janitorial utilities fight with snowballs and janitor equipment. Uh, they stop the bulldozers somehow with their strength, mm-hmm. and then the soul jockeys come and they take out the bodies somewhere. And it was a weird fight. Yeah, it was a weird fight, but it happened. Yes, it happened. <laughs> yeah. So the cops come and they arrest they arrest the Claxons, 
and they we see you know you're being arrested you know you don't you have to have a witness yeah that was a fun, it was a funny thing of like yeah of how this how this went like the claxons try to get away immediately arrested yeah you can't prove anything there were no witnesses and then a van pulls up where are the witnesses <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> no yeah and he's like oh, we wouldn't murder anybody and she starts to like strangle the husband in the back of the car and his wig falls off yeah donald trump yeah that is true <laughs> not that i'm saying melania would would choke out donald trump she totally would <laughs> she probably has she probably has he, he probably might, asked for he, it he might be into that sort of thing he definitely know. is yeah squeeze my fat neck please oh <laughs> oh <laughs> that's nice oh oh don't don't appetize Nina. uh anyway <laughs> so i have the best neck everybody says it everybody says i have a tremendous neck i love my neck it's great so yeah um, parents start dying again mm-hmm. and then she's like they're like well can you show us the future of Rust Bank now and she shows it and she's like oh everything's back to normal it's beautiful here and then their bar is back mm-hmm. yeah so they're happy yeah. they tell tell her they love her yeah and then they die and the demon's like don't worry we're, we're gonna build a sweet ass dream fair and your parents can either enjoy it down, you know up there or down here and they show them the, the dream fair this is an amazing fair and then it fades off mm-hmm that's the movie. That's it. Yeah. Roll credits. Wendell, Wendell Wild. Wendell and Wild. Yeah. I didn't like it. So, Tony. <laughs> I, I didn't like it. <laughs> is this movie worth watching? This is not bad time. This is not bad time. This is not bad time. That's exactly what I fucking wrote. Yeah. This is not bad time. No, it's not. No. Um, I'd say if you like stop motion, yeah, definitely watch it. It's cool. Seeing the animation styles and trying to think about how they made certain scenes and this you know built certain things and like when like the car's driving and the smoke's coming out of the exhaust pipe you mm-hmm. know like it looks like it was physical you know yeah something physical right so how they do that you know like a lot of the texture on the clothes and the hair and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff was real nice mm-hmm. and and how they were like texturally it's great yeah shot compositions were cool mm-hmm. where where the stop motion was let down for me was anytime things needed to happen fast. Like anytime there was running or like a fast action thing, it just all felt too slow. Mm-hmm. This movie was about an hour and 45 minutes. It felt quick, but was long. <laughs> it was, you know what I mean? Like, no, I, I this should have been 35 minutes. This should have been like, yeah. for what they got through. That's what yeah. I mean. Like it was like nothing really happened, but it was an hour and 45 minutes. Yes. Why was it so long? How was this long? Yeah, they could have cut out a bunch of stuff. Uh, but the, the problem is, is you can't, you can't really market a th- like a short, like a thirty minute short. They movie. could, I mean, it could have been out forty five minutes, man. That's don't know, like they could have focused on less stuff, like get more of cat. Like you don't, you got to care about cat. Mm-hmm. You really, really don't. Like get her going to school and dealing with some shit. Yeah, you know what I mean, some scenes doing that. Yeah, and then that thing that her getting the power happens later on. You know what I mean? Think about sort of a similar movie where a kid goes off to school into the Spider Verse mm-hmm. and gets powers, right? You see Miles, you get Miles with his parents and that relationship. And we do that in this movie in a similar Mm -hmm. way. And then Miles goes to school and has some interactions with some kids at school, class, all that stuff. We get all Mm -hmm. of that. And then we get a little bit more stuff. And so we start to care about him as a character. And then he gets powers. And then we are off from there. Yeah, we didn't really get time to even like Cat at all. Or even her parents. Yeah, or her parents. Yeah, I felt like like we didn't even get to see the relationship or even care about them dying. You know what I mean? Like we just weird. Very weird. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I gave it a 5.3. I gave it a 5. Execution-wise, it's great. It looks cool uh, for a stop-motion thing. Like, if you're into stop-motion, like Tony said, you should see it. Mm. If you like Nightmare Before Christmas, you should see it. But yeah, where were the fucking songs, man? Songs and the story was kind of yee. The story was kind of in. It was dark, but like not dark in a good way, yeah. really. It was just kind of, it wasn't very playful yeah. the way that Nightmare was. Yeah. You know, and I think part of that was the songs. I think part of that was the relationships between like mm. Jack and, and the other characters in that movie. Like there's not really likable relationships in this movie. No. As far as I'm concerned. Even Raul and Cat was like yeah. a weird one. Like, it was even, weird. Yeah. Like Cat just bosses Raul around the whole time. Yeah. Doesn't he want You're to coming sa- with me. Doesn't he want to save her? No. Her parents have to convince her. Right. Save her. She's not my friend. She's like, she's not my friend. I don't right. have any friends. Yeah. So like, like, yeah, just there was like no one cared about anything. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. Mm-hmm. IMDb, six point um, seven, seven. 
I'm well, sorry, what? Right, right. It was a IMDb gave it a six point seven. Okay. And then Rotten Tomatoes. People were liking this movie. Critics give it an eighty percent. Eighty? Eight zero, yeah. Eighty. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. It's not an eighty, people. It's, it's, not, not. A, it's not. Even if you love stop motion, it's not, not eighty. Because Tony said that before. If you didn't listen to the whole podcast, Tony talked about how much he loved stop motion animation and loved this director mm-hmm. too. He was from I had no idea that, that this mm-hmm. Henry Selleck guy was the nightmare before Christmas guy. Mm-hmm. But you did. You mm-hmm. knew it right away. Mm-hmm. So and even Tony was like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Tony is the target market for this. Fans gave seventy five. Okay. To put that in perspective, Doom got an 83. <laughs> and this got an 80 what? 80. Oh, my God, bro. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why we exist, people. You yeah. Know? That's why you can't always yeah, trust what you see on, let you know. on Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. Yeah. We're a trusted source. You can trust us. Yeah. And this movie, it's not Pad Thai. This is not Pad Thai. This is yeah. not Pad Thai. Put that in more perspective, guys. Let's get that. Gladiator, 78. <laughs> get that in perspective and after you watch this movie <laughs> you could ask are you entertained yeah <laughs> and the answer is no yeah no i was I, not i guarantee you, you could you, you, uh, i'm gonna go to live universally you could be like hey one in a while a gladiator which one's better i guarantee 80 percent would say gladiator <laughs> yeah but not, not a rotten tomatoes people <laughs> i'll give it a two points less uh, uh, so, anyway okay whatever well thank you for listening yeah to the podcast. hope you guys had a happy halloween mm-hmm. yeah and got some candy some kind of candy candy makes you dandy oh lord <laughs> on that note we're gonna wrap it up <laughs> <laughs> wrap this shit up get this party started all right all right rob i love you i love you too that took forever I cheers will, cheers <laughs> <laughs>
to life. Some, yeah, and friends. And that's friends a, that's and family. Pretty good punishment. That's a pretty big thing. We all felt that of going quarantine. Yeah, people, exactly. People couldn't even stay in their fucking nice fleshy homes for more than fucking With a week. anything that you could buy yeah. in the world. Yeah. With the for a week without bitching. Right. You know what I mean? Now imagine that, but instead of your nice fleshy house, it's a room mm-hmm. with a bunk bed in it. Yeah. And a roommate you didn't get to pick. Mm-hmm. And you don't get to choose when and you do anything. You get shitty food and, and you, you get to wear the same yeah. clothes and you yeah. don't get to wear shoes and you can't go outside. And yeah. like how fucked up with that's that punishment. Be? Yeah. So and again, like for people that are like on life, you know, they killed some murder and shit like that, right? It's heinous crimes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. But if these people are gonna come back into society at one point, we need to make them able to come back into society. Mm-hmm. Not just make them harsher criminals to come back into society and do harsher crimes. Yeah. And unfortunately we have a massive for-profit <laughs> prison system yeah. in this country where it used to be back in the day, the prisons were all run by the government. Mm-hmm. And so it was in the government's best interest mm-hmm. to make sure there were less criminals to go into these prisons mm-hmm. because they had to spend money maintaining them and running them and operating them and all that mm-hmm. shit. But then eventually there were just too many criminals. And so somebody got the great idea. Well, I'll just build a prison and then they could send their criminal, the extra criminals here. With their only goal being getting as many people in here as possible, keeping them in here as long as possible, because the more we get to keep them in here, the more money we make, because they're being paid by tax dollars yeah, from the states and from the federal government. But now they, yeah. they have all these private prisons that you are created doing. these jobs for people yeah. that you have to keep. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they can, they can, yeah, it's fucking wild. Yeah. And now they don't bother rehabilitating any people. No. I mean, they say they do. Oh, yeah. But they don't. No, no. And it sucks because there are other countries where, where, prisons aren't like that Mm -hmm. and they have a much less prison population and prisons are nicer and they are legitimately there to like rehabilitate people yeah here's the thought you can make money you could on continuing the the programs for criminals once they're outside of prison yeah you could and they probably do this but i mean like for real like yeah they can get there you know i know you can get you do like a gd prison right but if you get yeah. out you can still get it at that prison you, mm-hmm. can, you can go there in a nicer environment not in prison honestly right right and still get your educational and you, you don't have to be worried about being judged because it's it's a prison right you know like they could have like tons of businesses that mm-hmm. are associated with it i mean think about all the people posting recently about not being able to find people to work mm-hmm. you could easily funnel people that have gotten out of yeah. prison who traditionally have trouble finding jobs right into these places that need work and boom there you go yeah you got it provide like you said like you said you're paying guards to come in and you know beat their asses every day right yeah how about you pay some psychiatrists and therapists mm-hmm. so when they're out they can come talk to them for free mm-hmm. you know and get to you know get their mind right you know like yeah absolutely there's money in that too you know yeah but that's not we're all about easy money in mm-hmm. this country mm-hmm. or just in general it seems like people are down for easy money and that's the easy way to go yeah which sucks it does suck there are certain things that like shouldn't be for profit and i kind of think that like the prison system and like rehabilitation, which should be a general like human right yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. You shouldn't be able to make profit on that. Like you should be able to get paid and whatever, but they, it shouldn't be like so much in excess profit that they can then build a second prison mm. and a third prison and all that shit. You know? No, we were talking about me and Pete, me and Pete were kind of talking about that. Um, like about, you know, like healthcare. Right. And yeah, because it's like a for-profit thing. Mm-hmm. Like oh. it's unregulated and for-profit. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we have the right for, you know, the pursuit of happiness and to live, you know, like I forget the, he was saying like, you know, like liberty and the pursuit yeah. of happiness. Right. Well, is that actually true for all of us? Because if I don't have money and I'm unhealthy, can I truly be happy? Mm. You know what I mean? Nope. Because, you know, if I get sick, I can't afford, you know, the person can't afford to do X, Y, Z. He's like, why is being healthy a fee mm-hmm. you know yeah i mean it is a pursuit of happiness but like life basically saying health shouldn't be a turning factor on your you know yeah quality it's of life. a basic human yeah, right yeah yeah it should just it's, you should all have their you know and that's not to say that we shouldn't pay doctors well and we shouldn't yeah. have nice medical systems to go to that's not the problem the problem is all those doctors are answering to a fucking board of directors mm. and shareholders potentially or you know like side deal shareholders or whatever and it's it's all just money. It's mm-hmm. all just money, and it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. And then the doctors aren't happy because they're overworked. Doctors' yeah. hours are insane. Oh yeah, because the hospital is all about like let's staff as many people as we can to a certain point, and no more because we need to maximize our for profit shit. Yeah, you know. And so then if there's not enough doctors, people will end up having to stay in the hospital longer. Because there's not enough people to see them. And mm-hmm. there's not enough people to really check to how, how all these different people are doing and to give them the proper care that they need. So you end up with longer hospital stays. Yeah. The problem with, with hospitals, they'd be run like schools. Yeah. And you knew to have the same thing you have now. You'd have 
nice, really good schools mm-hmm. for all the rich families, and yeah. you would have the inner city schools for those who can't Dude, afford. Dude, we were it. just joking about that. I forget what we saw a commercial. Sarah and I saw a commercial for some health company in town, like a hospital group. I don't know if it. I don't think it was Nationwide Children's, but it was some sort of thing. And it was like oh, with all these new locations in Dublin and New Albany. It's like, oh, okay, all the rich areas yeah. are getting these nice new hospitals. Oh, go figure. those kids are fine. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> those kids are doing good. It's like, what about fucking? They you know, get checkups. Yeah. They have they have a, you know a family doctor things yes. like that. Yeah, you know people in the inner city got urgent care. Yeah, exactly. They got. And if you all haven't been to urgent care lately, it's not very fucking urgent. I don't know if you've tried that, but we've had to do urgent care a few times over the last year or so. I mean, it it was so bad. Like the last time we needed to take Everly to urgent care, it was so bad. Sarah went and just sat and it was a room of like, I don't know, six other families that were there. And she sat for an hour and not a single one of them got seen. And she could see into the back with the offices and the doctors and the nurses, whatever. They're just chit chatting or whatever. And it's like, what the fuck are we? How is this urgent care? If in an hour, mm-hmm. not a single person has been seen. That's not urgent at all. No, no, no. It just would be called care. And and she even went to the the uh, to the desk because they they had made it like a doctor's appointment, but it was like later that night. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, every had an ear infection. It just needed, we knew it was an ear infection. We knew she needed the moxicillin. You can't fucking just go buy that shit. You got to get a, you know, you got to yeah, get yeah. a doctor to say, yes, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. So we made a doctor's appointment, but it was much, it was like four hours or five hours later in the night. And after about an hour of sitting there, she was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go. I'll just, we'll just wait for the doctor's appointment. So they left and she went over to the lady and was like, take our name off the list. And the lady was like, I'm sorry. No, she wasn't. Like she knew she no. I guess the secretary lady understood that this is a problem. That yeah. it's too long. It's too mm-hmm. long of a wait if you need help. Yeah. And so she just left, and we waited and went to a different doctor. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. I don't know. Yeah. It's a bummer. All uh, right. What part of the movie were we at? Right there, button <laughs> <laughs> So so we're we're pulling up right to drop Kyrie off. We're in the rug. It's me, Hope, and Kyrie. Pull up. Stop. Kyrie's like, I'll just get out here because her dorm is across the street. And this guy on one of those fucking bird scooters <laughs> flying through the intersection. Doing this. <laughs> He's got the danger wobble going. He wasn't doing it on purpose? Da- no. He's doing like the, the twist. I think it started with the slalom and then it got into the danger wobble. And then he fucking gets up on the sidewalk and slams. Eats shit. Falls down. Does not get up. He's just laying in a heap on the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Probably. Now he's probably 30 feet from us. He did it right. And there was a girl walking towards us. Did she see if he was okay? <laughs> just walked past No. Him. Just walked right past him. Like sort of like looked down. She was like, ew. Yeah. And just <laughs> kept, like we made eye contact. Yeah. Like, are you going to help him? Are you going to help him? And she, she was like, no, I walked right by him. Mm-mm, bitch. And then, so I'm sitting there like, fuck. But then luckily behind her, there was another group of guys and they walked over and they were like trying to pick him up and just see what was what. And then it was like, all right, bye Kyrie. And then we drove away. <laughs> Did she see us? Oh yeah. Her. But that's the thing. Hope and Kyrie, they didn't react at all. They Like, they, like it was just ter- totally normal to see some guy fucking eat it on a bird scooter. <laughs> like bad, dude. They probably have it all the time on campus. <laughs> You got like the number of people riding around on bird scooters yeah. and shit every day. Yeah, that's probably like every every two days. It's just... <laughs> Another one fell. Yeah, it was so fucking funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Oh, bro. 